It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Said it's a vibe. vibe. Cutie Pock doing our thing. Yes, we thrive. thrive. Kristen and Lamika, your faves. Yes, we live. live. Keep bringing you greatness because we're on overdrive. Overdrive. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Said it's a vibe. vibe. Safe for society here. Yes, y'all. It's, it's season five. five. Welcome back, bitches. <laughs> I'll leave that in there for you. So this is the Safe Word Society podcast. We are back with season five. Five whole seasons. Well, no. Four whole seasons. Four whole seasons. Beginning of fifth. You're getting ahead of yourself. I know. excited? I'm hype. <laughs> I day. am your host, Kristen. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and only boss lady this season. That is it. Because I feel like I've been playing small and it's time to do the damn thing. Hello. Mm. How about you? This is Lamika, your co-host. And change. my pronouns are she, her, hers. And I'm still with everything because I'm I'm out here trying to be, be and do everything. So that's my other pronoun. And we are here with the host of the yeah. Bag Ladies podcast. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people your names and your pronouns and we're going to get into this. My name is Lena, and I'm one of the co-hosts from Bag Ladies, and my pronouns are she and they interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Stephanie, and my pronouns are she, hers, and they, and them. I have one question before we jump into the rest of it. How did you come up with the name for your podcast? Bag mm. Ladies. I was listening to I've that I've been wanting song. to do that all day. <laughs> yes. yes. That's exactly where it came oh, is from. Oh, that where it came from? When we were trying to come up I with, I didn't like, want to be cliche. I didn't want to do all I that. I mean, it was so cliche. I have um, <laughs> been wanting to sing that all day. <laughs> we were trying to come up with a whole concept for the show, and we were like, oh, mm-hmm. like, what should we call it, blah, blah, blah. And I was listening to Bag Lady one day, and I was like, oh, that's us. <laughs> With the bags, you gonna get left behind, girl. Drop the bag. Legs. That's us. Let's mm-hmm. go. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That reminds me of my favorite kind of bags. <laughs> what? That's so random. I saw a movie. I was watching a movie on Netflix, and there are these bags. When I was growing up, and when I was in high school, I went to high school in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. There are these bags that people would move out with. And they're like plaid. Yes. Oh, yes. The big bag. Okay. I yes. love those bags. Yes. And I never see people with those bags. And I saw her like getting kicked out of her apartment. And she had packed in those bags. And I was like, oh, oh my shoot. God. <laughs> the last time I saw those was when I lived in Washington Heights. That's what you thought about with the lady getting kicked out of her apartment. Um, <laughs> yes, because I have, I have not seen those bags I love since those bags. high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, those bags are like, you know. They legit. I too. They <laughs> also help me really move out. They carry everything. <laughs> they they help you do laundry too. Yes, I do. just want to say, Chris, I'm really happy that you asked that question because I have been wanting to belt out Can bag you do lady. It again? Bag lady, mm. you gonna hurt your back. Carrying uh. mm. all the bags like that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you guys, you know that you need to put that as the intro uh, uh. to your. <laughs> you know what? We always uh-huh. we like that. Does copyright infringe? Like, is that oh, a thing? I like, feel like we that happens. I feel like I'll be trying to edit it and I'll be like, Perate. like, I don't know if we got the coins like that to get sued. So, we don't got no coins. And I feel like they may be the type to sue. So, I'm like, mm, I don't want no problem. Maybe you gotta chop and screw it. Right? <laughs> Bag lady. <laughs> <laughs> <You> Bag <laughs> lady. <laughs> Something like that. We are so excited to have 
other podcasters. I this know. This is really cool. This is beyond cool. Because you know these are going to be the bomb-ass conversations. Exactly. Because we like talking to each other. <laughs> yes. We do like to talk. Very <laughs> much so. Because Let's get of into that, it. we are actually going to play with the Safe Word Society Visibility Pack. What is the Safe Word Society Visibility Pack, Kristen? Really? Let me go. Why does it sound like the price is Why right? couldn't you just go with it? <laughs> <laughs> the Safe Word Society Visibility Pack, they are learning and engagement games. It is a pack of 100 cards with all kinds of questions about all identities, all communities that foster safe space dif- discourse wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was fucking mm-hmm. bomb. Hello! That was really good. <laughs> yes. That's the That's commercial. That's right the there. question. Yes. That's it. That yes. was really good. It yes. was really good. Do you day. need a pen and paper? I sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> so Lamika has played the game before. It's so and dope. And just give like a quick overview of how much of an amazing time you had because I know it was <laughs> Oh, what, good thing I did have an amazing time. <laughs> no, but um, the first time we played, um, that I played was really dope because I always imagined playing with a group of people that I already knew mm-hmm. and being like, oh, let's get into this. I want to see what the people I know are going to say. Mm-hmm. But we did it with a bunch of people that didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. And it was still like, it. we really were able to get into some conversations. Into it. And everybody, <laughs> and we really did not all know each other before so if it has if it had that kind of impact on strangers just imagine like asking questions of people you already know and really getting into these dynamic conversations but it was really dope um our facilitator was Ian who you know who is a a close friend of the show and of the brand they really got started with a lot of um ice breaking and just Mm -hmm. like really warming us up to get the conversation flowing and we just learned a lot from each other we learned a whole lot the first, the first one that came out was like first question: What is kink? Yeah, we're like, oh, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, and so it was a nice warm up question, and it was just a everybody was just really into having a conversation. And yeah, if you don't have your visibility pack already, you better you it's better like get it. on it. Get on that. Get on mm-hmm. that. In preparation for the game, let's just get a little bit of background from Lena and Stephanie, just so we know what we're dealing with here. <laughs> Mm, okay. Um, background. All right. As a team background or like individual? I mean, we could start with the Isn't team. Isn't that interesting? The team, yeah, the right? Team. Okay. It's been a team for a while. It's been a. It's been like a fifteen-year team. Wait, Wait what? Each, we've known each other since we were like 11, 10 years oh. old. I want to say together. like eight, bruh. Eight? Oh, <laughs> since we were eight. <laughs> we knew each other since we was since we was eight, but we became friends when we was like ten or eleven. Yeah, like around. Yeah, 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 yeah. made it official. Like, okay, right. we're gonna be in each other's life for a long time. <laughs> it was that wonderful. Eleven-year-olds, like this is that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we grew up together in the South Bronx. We went mm-hmm. to we went to middle school and elementary school together. Then we went to different high schools, but we were still friends because we went to all girls school. So we was like, Oh my god, that's struggle. Right? <laughs> like, was it Catholic school? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Which ones? I, I went to Saint Jean Baptiste. You oh. went to Saint Jean. I got kicked out of my oh, senior year. How come? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Yes, I did. Anyway, we you know, that's, a, that's about another We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to know. I knew right. one of y'all so were going to say St. Jean's. I definitely want to know. Yes. <laughs> definitely want to know what happened. So do I. Yeah. 
And I went to uh, St. Pius the Fifth, which um, closed down, unfortunately. It was all good. It it only they only had like fifty people in there, so I think they needed to. Yeah. For the money situation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the um, <tea. laughs> and where our parents are Dominican immigrants, we yeah. grew up, you know, very much in Dominican culture. Um, and then we both went to college. I went to a small liberal arts school in Maine, middle of nowhere, lots of snow, lots of white people. It was great, sort of. Um, <laughs> like, those things all sounded terrible. Right? No, just great. Uh, I coped. I made it. And um, Stephanie went to... I went to a state school up in... I actually went to uh, SUNY New Paltz upstate. I went to um, SUNY Albany. Oh, my God. <laughs> we like cousins. <laughs> because every time Albany's having a party, we yeah, just like, there. yo, roll up. Like, let's take this 35 minutes. <laughs> crazy bumpy road do, 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 all the way to Albany <laughs> for the turn up for the turn up yes. one thing about SUNY is that SUNY really parties together they'd be like where were you from on the altar yo come through Genesis come through, <laughs> come through. <laughs> it don't matter we'll drive four hours for a party <laughs> so um, so my experience was um, very different from Lena because it was a state school so you know it was definitely um, and it was close to the city so yep. I was able to be like I'm going home by um, so. and I guess fast forward we stay friends. We was always homies, uh, and then you know, graduated, uh, living so our bad. lives, living our young, young millennial lives mm-hmm. in New York, and we was like, "Yo, um, let's start a podcast." Like, there's mad people talking shit on the internet. We talk mad shit. Like, <laughs> we talk shit all the time. That's how you Let's put it. it on the internet. We be um, mad deep or whatever. Yeah. We be like, okay, but how you really feel though? Stairs. <laughs> <laughs> So we're like, why don't we just put this online? Yeah. Let's make it a whole thing. So, uh, so we started Bag Ladies. Yeah. Um, that was like almost three years ago. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, three almost three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, rocking. And we've been talking shit on the internet ever since. Yeah, slowly making a website. I feel like yeah. that got to get done soon because yeah. I feel like it's official now. You <laughs> <laughs> got a website? I was like, oh, uh, what you mean? Like online? Like, <laughs> like you want to go check it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> shall we? Shall yes, we get started? Let's begin. All right, so everybody's going to have an opportunity to pick a question. You can decide to pose the question to the group or to an individual. But you can only pose it to an individual two times. Okay. Okay. I don't think we're going to get to that many questions because all of us like to talk. I know. I'm going to say one question for the whole time. Should I? I'll start because the pack is next to me. All right. <laughs> what does visibility mean to you? When do you feel the most visible? Who, who, the, who wants to start? I'm posing mm. it to the group. Mm. Mm. To the group. Mm. This is where we get deep. How you really feel? Right. Stairs. <laughs> I, I like stairs. that. Stairs. I like stairs. <laughs> Side stare. <laughs> I think uh, visibility to me it means like seeing in like the wider narratives of like the things we're consuming. People who might not have like ex- like life stories that are exactly like mine, but that come from similar like from marginalized communities and are out here like thriving and doing their thing. So I feel like. Um, just like seeing other people and how they live their lives, like makes me feel like visible to see that it's not the same. Narr- it's not like all white people doing the same shit over and mm. over. They all look the same, got the same haircut. Like can't tell <laughs> Susan from Katie. Like I don't know. Just seeing, just seeing a face that doesn't look like that, that is like challenging that norm. That's for me. That's visibility um, and challenging that in lots of different ways. And I guess I feel the most visible um, 
when I'm making our podcast. Mm. Um, mm. I think um, for a long time, I haven't, like, where are the people who have life experiences like mine, who are, like, from the Bronx, who are Dominican, who are queer, who are all these things that I identify with, and I don't, I don't see them nowhere. So, like, being able to add, like, our little grain of sand to, like, that big, like, that pantheon, you know, whatever, of, like, yes. people, like, putting their stories out there, I think that makes me feel visible. Mm. Visibility. I think in in the same, like, such as seeing other people's narratives and kind of seeing where people come from, what they think about, because sometimes, you know, you feel so isolated and, like, your emotions and your feelings and, like, where you at in life, like, oh, my God, am I the only one that did this? Am I the only one that did that? So knowing that there's other people like that, um, makes you feel better, like you're not in this world moving alone through this like wooden forest with no leaves or whatever. Mm. It's dry and stuff. <laughs> so, I visualize. Thank you, you know, for that the, metaphor. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm the yeah. artist in me. Just. <laughs> so like, I definitely kind of that's how I feel about that. And when I feel most visible is when I see people that look like me and also people who share the same experience as me in spaces that they're quote-unquote not supposed to be there yeah. so when i see people like oh yeah like oh yeah i'm the only person that's doing this i'm like me too i'm in this too we together i helped you with the application <laughs> like you know what i mean like this is this is a team because you know it makes you it makes you feel like wow like you're also doing this amazing thing like you're also doing this and you're also doing that so i think in that light you know i feel most visible when seeing people just live their best lives being their realest self like yeah you know haha i laughed and i farted and it was cool and yeah. everybody laughed but i went through life yeah and you sometimes you'd be I like agree. thank you like sometimes i do do that too my god thanks so like that's how i feel most visible yeah i clearly think visibility is very important um and i think that visibility for me is all of those things and also just like the ability to live as a person doing whatever mm-hmm. and not feel like the odd person out. Like, it is crazy when you go to a place and you're like, <laughs> why, like, why am I by myself? Yeah. Because I know about five other mm-hmm. queer writers mm-hmm. of color. Why am I here? Yeah, I don't why know nobody I, else. Why am mm-hmm. I here? I don't know. <laughs> Right. Or when I see like a panel happen and it's the same person all the time who's mm-hmm. like that one person who's the representative for the whole community. Mm-hmm. Like that's great to give visibility, but like there are whole there's a whole spectrum of right. folk and I think visibility is important so you understand that there's not just one way to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially what everyone like we're all saying. I think I feel the most visible when I don't know. Visibility's hard. I'm shy as hell, so I'm like dealing with being visible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think I feel the most visible when I'm just chilling, like being myself around people who aren't making a big deal of of that. Mm -hmm. So like at a party with a bunch of other queer people of color who are just like drinking and or not drinking and just like having a good time and Mm -hmm. are not like, oh, your hair. Tell me about how it got like that. Mm. Or, like, how'd you get queer? <laughs> Did the man break your heart kind of thing? Like, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes any... I feel like <clears throat> visibility, as soon as I hear the word, I'm always thinking about the work that is required to make that happen. So for queer black people or queer POC in general, queer and trans, it's something that it doesn't really exist 
it's something that is it's kind of a fight. It's something that we're constantly having to create all mm -hmm. the time in every environment that we're in. And so as soon as I hear the word, I just think about the fight and the work to make being visible a possibility. Mm -hmm. um, and when I feel most visible, I think is when I'm in a space where I feel like all of my intersections are acknowledged. Um, acknowledged or not. Um, just like what you what you were saying, Kristen, where it's just not a thing. I'm just being where I feel like I'm in a space where I can be and I don't have to highlight any one aspect of myself or silence any aspect of myself or code switch or do any of that bullshit um, where I just really feel like I'm comfortable in my skin and any aspect of who I am can come out at any moment without any sort of um, discomfort. Mm. So that's what it means to me. Yes. The nodding in here was real. I could be mm, this whole time, but let me just nod. <laughs> your whole recording is going to be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pick the next one? All right, next. All right, it's on you, Lena. Could you date someone who has a close relationship with a racist slash homophobic family member? I'm just going to pose this to the group because I just want to hear what y'all got to say. <laughs> wait, wait, just to make sure um, I heard this correctly. I'm going to read it again. Because mm -hmm. that's wild. <laughs> Could you date someone who has a close relationship with a racist slash homophobic family member? I'm going to go with no. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to hear why not. I'm going to go with no because I don't understand what... Okay, my race and my sexual orientation are two things that are very important to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand how I could be with someone who could befriend or have a close relationship with someone who doesn't respect those things. Um, I, you, you could even, my thing, you could love the person just because that's your family member, but y'all chilling? What are y'all talking about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't trust you or this right. other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> mm -mm, I couldn't do it. Um, I that's definitely a no for me. But I thought it was a really interesting question to pose because there are a lot of people who tolerate things mm -hmm. from family members that like they don't think about, and then they don't know when you bring someone around, and all of a sudden your family member wants to get out of pocket. Mm. I'm, I'm Jamaican, so I'm always cautious because I know how my family is and I know what to them makes sense, and they just don't understand a lot of stuff. And I'm like, all right, so I don't want to have to say to somebody, just in case it gets crazy in here, <laughs> like, just, oh. just, just ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Why do, do I have to do right. that? Right. So that, that's, a, that's a no for me. <laughs> no, I don't want to have to deal with that from somebody else's house neither because... No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Facts of life. <laughs> it's going to be a smooth no for me. A hard no, actually. It's going to be a, this is where I have a hard no. Um, agreed. Because, like, what conversations are you having with this person to still have this, like, close relationship with them? Like, mm -hmm. they obviously do not like me. So. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you cool with people that don't like me? I just feel like, how? How is that, dynam how is that dynamic going to work? And, like... 
there's just too many people available for me to be <laughs> dealing with this. <laughs> I love you, pero, like, I love myself more. And I think there that's, you, you know, and that could be damaging. Like, you know, yeah. you're trying to go for breakfast and someone's side-eyeing you for no reason. You're like, you want to fight? Like, what? <laughs> no, 9.30, not we at brunch. Right. What's up? 9.30, <laughs> we at brunch. Bitch. <laughs> 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 like, you know, that's a lot of, like... That's work. a lot. Yeah. That's a lot, it's a lot of, work. of tension for brunch, you know? Too much. <laughs> Way too much. Way too much. <laughs> I would also say no because, like, mm, I feel like when people are like, oh, I could put, like, my personal, my politics aside from uh, the personal, what I'm like, that's some bullshit because... <laughs> What you like? What's personal to you? That's political. So right. if you love somebody who don't like you said who don't give a shit about me, do you give a shit about me? I I don't think so. I, I think the equation, the math is off. So just let's just remain there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like uh, racist. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. We can't be in. No online thanks. Love We're no, done with that. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Equals into racism. Yeah. That's what that happens. <laughs> That's what happens there. Describe who you are in one sentence. Bueno. <laughs> and this is for everyone. Wow. Like, I just feel like I'm more complex in one sentence, so, like, I'm just really trying. <laughs> but it's nice you because know? it challenges yeah. you to think about what's the most important things yeah. to who you are. Who I am. I feel like I am someone who's trying to live their best life. Y puto, period. Yes. <laughs> I think that's my sentence. I'm gonna... That was good. Thank yeah. you. I feel like I worked hard in my head. I was like... Damn it. Mm. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. I think that's real. I am a black queer femme who is always striving to forgive myself and others. Y punto. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> punto. Yes. Yes. I am. Mm. Okay. I'm a black, queer, Latinx person trying to exist and deeply invested in dismantling white supremacy. Oh, my mm. God. Mm. <laughs> yes. the spirit. Mm, yeah. mm, 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 mm. I am the product. Of mm. dreams deferred mm. and all of the possibilities that love ensues. Oh, mm. okay. That's a shirt. Oh. That's a bag. <laughs> y punto. Y punto. Wait, we all just wrote poems, though. Like, that was each oh, one. Oh, was. Girl. I love Gorgeous. it. Gorgeous. Yes. Mm. We are art. Yes. Mm. Oh. Go ahead yeah. and grab that deck, Kristen. It's Ooh, my on heart's you. so full right now, y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was very. I feel very visible right yeah. now. <laughs> when was the last time you compromised, and why did you? I think I definitely compromised. Well, oh, compromise. Oh, did I? I did. So I was looking for a new uh, job that pays me. <laughs> um, so I remember that I had the option of doing something part-time that I will enjoy more, but the fact that it was part-time, I didn't get any benefits. Um, I decided to take a job that I didn't necessarily like, but was good at because of the paycheck and, like, the salary and the benefits. So I thought to myself, like, wow, you could have been, like, you know, doing something that you really liked, but definitely had to compromise and just be like, well, you know, you need to also pay bills on time. I believe the landlords will like that. So I remember <laughs> having to take like the L and being like, no, let's do this. It wasn't the L, 
I still have the opportunity to have an employment, but it's definitely something that, you know, I was like, let's just compromise on, like, your living situation and you want health care. Mm. So. I compromised recently um, with my education. So I am doing my second master's degree, why, Lord? Mm. Um, <laughs> and I was slated to graduate this semester um, but I, so I'm working on my thesis and I had a bit of a setback with my thesis. Um, and so I'm not going to be able to graduate. I mean, I could have, if I would have like really basically just like went ham and like grinded for a day for like weeks, mm-hmm. I could have graduated this semester, um, which would have really been a lot of closure for me because this is something that's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really compromised and decided to just give myself more time. Um, and I did it for my sanity. And I have, I still feel like a little, I feel a tiny bit of regret about that. But I know that it was the best decision for me to just pace myself a little bit better. So I'm still, you know, taking, I have a class and my thesis to work on. Both things are very demanding. And so, I mean, having compromised, I can pace myself a lot better with my thesis. So I don't feel too great about it, but I, yeah, I think it was the best thing for my, for my self-care and sanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, I have an education-related one, too. It happened. Well, I'm in law school, so I feel like I got to compromise every day <laughs> because they be trying me. Mm-hmm. Um, and But recently, actually, this happened this week in class. Um, I'm in a juvenile justice class, and we were talking about uh, prison for children um, and, like, you know, putting children in jail. And I'm in a class with some very uh, – with people who want to be prosecutors and want to, like – put children in jail um, and we were talking about it and somebody was like well you know sometimes for these kids it's like the best thing that can happen to them so you know sometimes prison does work and I was like send no one ever right and I was sitting there and I like I, I was like I visibly reacted and then I was like I'm tired I didn't say anything I stayed silent in the class I let the professor whoever somebody else field that question because I'm just like I'm tired of having to like put like black people's humanity in front of you like lay it out to you that these are children and like all this other stuff and I was like I'm just tired and y'all have it's been a long week so I was like I'm not gonna I'm gonna compromise with myself let somebody else even if they don't answer the question correctly like if you don't know if even if they don't counter that in the way that I would I'm gonna let them handle it because this day people these all Mm. white folks let them Mm -hmm. not today (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah (laughs) Well, from a child who was in a juvenile detention center, that is not the best thing (sighs) for us children. It doesn't work. (laughs) Prisons don't work, period. (laughs) Mm -mm. My compromise is relationship-related. And the last time I compromised was recently when there was, like, a really just strange altercation happening. And, you know, whatever's happening with the stars, some shit's going on. (laughs) And... And, um, you know, we were at odds, and I just, I am the kind of person who shuts down after a certain point because I'm like, all right, I've explained myself to death. I'm done with this conversation. Mm. And I've had to recognize that, like, not everyone hears you to a certain point. Like, sometimes you just need to come back to it. Mm -hmm. And if someone comes back to me, usually I'm like, I'm done with that. I got over it. 
You yeah. should too. But like, that's not right. That's not fair all the time. So mm. I compromised in the way that I handle things. And I was like, okay, we can have a discussion now. And it worked. It was like a lot calmer. It was cool. We got to talk through all the points and just like move forward. And I felt I did it because I'm actually trying to have a, a thing work mm-hmm. on in a different way. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wait, are you? A, you're a Virgo, right? Yeah. Yes, me too. I was like, <laughs> when you were like, I got over it. I'm done. I was like, me too. That's exactly. <laughs> I already worked through it. Like I'm I don't. Like, you're like, you still on that? Right. It's over. Like I got past it. You should too. Let <laughs> <laughs> me know when you do. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the world needs more than anything? Why? I'm posing this to the group. All we need is love. Love. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we do need it, but I don't. We didn't need that. We didn't need that solo. <laughs> and I know you could do better. <laughs> I think we need more people who look like us in charge, yes. just running shit. Like that's the why because the shit ain't working. Yes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not working for us. White people think it's working for them, whatever. That, it's not really working for them either. It's they not. think it is. It's not sustainable. We need to be running shit. I don't even know if they think it is anymore. Yeah. I think that they, they can't, can't actually no. think it is. They just Man. can't say it's not. Yeah, and they can't let go of it, but, like, they like just... it's not. Yeah, we just need to be running some shit. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. More black and brown I think the upheaval, mm-hmm. there needs to be, like, a real just... Yeah. Because it, it just doesn't work when you do shit. Because mm-hmm. the things that white folk are doing you got from us right. let us just do our thing yeah. right yeah and you, we're gonna do it right right like what, what are you gonna and do also right? if we want to like <laughs> if white people want to like dismantle like they're we have to dismantle racism and all this other stuff white people they need to step out the way like they they put it in place so how they gonna get rid of it they love Hello. that shit like it works right. for them they like it. everything they have in their house everything they carry in there that's because of racism like somebody a press made that for you. Like, right. right. So you need to move out the way because you too attached to the shit. Right. It don't work for us. We're going to get rid of it. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. And I was, I was actually talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and she was saying, and I mean, this is, everyone knows this, but it's not until those that are the most oppressed are free mm-hmm. is everyone else, like, right. no no one else is going to be free until yeah. you let us, what, what are you doing? Does yeah. it make any sense? Yeah. But also, like, let's, let's make a new definition of what freedom is because yeah. right. a lot of people really walking around here thinking that they're free. It's mm-hmm. like, but if I don't have rights, there's no way in hell you're you, free. Right. right. Like you, exactly. you are held captive by whatever definite by the mm. definition of being mm. the oppressor that mm-hmm. holds you captive. Yep. So if you want to maintain that, you can stay in that box, and I'm gonna stay in that box too, and then nobody can move. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it's like the lies that y'all tell yourselves that make y'all different from us. Like you know, y'all could they could change definitions. So like at any time, like you think they just coming for us? Like they could switch it up and come for you. Like it, mm-hmm. it's nothing to people in power. Like right. So I don't understand why y'all so invested in a system that will flip on you, like, in a second. So. And has historically and, done so. Right. So, right. so many people. Yeah. I, I'm i a ditto on that answer. <laughs> right. That's my answer, too. <laughs> yes. Y <I>, bien. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think that the, it's tough for me to say what the world needs more than anything, but what's coming to me is food justice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I... I mm-hmm. 
on just every level. There's just way too many people eating Mm -hmm. and too many people not or too many people eating the wrong things. And it just puts everybody in jeopardy and it really compromises like everybody literally everything like i think one of the i mean one of the worst things that's done in communities like mine where i grew up is that people are really eating garbage Mm -hmm. like all the time and it really does compromise your ability to change whatever circumstance you're in Mm -hmm. and i really think that is by design Mm-hmm. And Definitely. I mean, and then aside from the fact that there are people who are either eating too much trash or literally people who have no food at all. Right. And that puts people in a position to do nothing, to change the world, to self actualize. And I just really feel like that is one of the worst things that's happening that needs to be transformed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because how can you thrive if you're just trying to literally just survive day to day? Yeah. Like how? Like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like you don't have the actual mm-hmm. food, nutrients Basic and survival. sustenance yeah. you need mm-hmm. to do anything. Mm-hmm. So it just, we, this is just along the same lines of freedom. Like nobody's free. Like if I have a gourmet meal and you have nothing, the world is never going to transform. Right. It's not, it's just not going to move. Yeah. Right. I'm going to say yes to everybody's answer. I think that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> I feel like the world does, you know, need leadership, of just people of color in leadership. I think sometimes I often think about the war and be like, how can we fix it? And then, like, you know, you start... I don't know why I torture myself, but then, like, you start going through this cycle of, like, okay, you fix this, but then this happens, and yep. this happens, this happens. I think the money of... The, the concept of money should just mm. be gone because mm-hmm. I think people do so many things for money that sometimes it's like, yo, this is a piece of paper. <laughs> this is not... The value of this isn't real, but people are willing to kill... Um, ruin communities just for money. Like, this idea of, like, I need to have all this. It's just, like, you don't need all of that. Mm-hmm. So the things, I feel like, you know, look at our government. Like, half of that shit is done just because of, like, right, greed. the greed. It's mm-hmm. just, like, yo, how more money do you need? Like, like it's not <laughs> going to make you happy. You got to see somebody for that. Like, you got to figure something out because, like, money is not going to keep you going like I don't understand what it is I don't know how you can sit in a house and be like oh I got all of this stuff and then the neighborhood is everybody broke and chilling like you know what? what I think that's really interesting because I used to have this conversation a lot because sometimes I think it comes down to like your family mm-hmm. because I have met a lot of people who are not from families that come from third world countries or come from countries that don't value money the same way Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yo, people in Jamaica be living happy ass lives off of like plants in their backyard yeah. and mm-hmm. like tins of mackerel. And like mm-hmm. those are amazing meals. Mm-hmm. And they're not like doing this thing. Yes, greed and all that stuff happens. But like if you don't actually have the money, you got like there are other ways of happiness. Yep. And then right. but you are forced to figure those things out. When, like, it's not all about money. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, I wonder if it would do anyone justice to just, like, sit with people who don't have, like, who don't understand capitalism that way. Right. And, like, hear how they find happiness. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, I think does, one of the things that I'm hearing, too, when you talk about um, Jamaica, there's a fundamental lack of respect for the land. Mm-hmm. And just there, mm-hmm. there's no respect for the earth. Right. right. And in Jamaica, 
you got beach, you got sun, you got the, and there's just and it's free. But <laughs> there's an a but there's yeah. a fundamental, and right. I really think that's that's African heritage. I feel very strongly about that. But there's a fundamental connection to the earth, and when when you come from a people who are just okay with ripping lands apart, killing mm-hmm. people, right. just slicing it up. This is your piece. This, there's nothing good to come of that. Right. And it, it, right. it just comes down to a fundamental lack of respect for the earth. Yeah. Right. And when you're talking about food justice also, like the way that I think that African diasporic people are connected to the land and are connected to their food. Like if you take if you take people out of that context for themselves, like Hello. who, like, right, right. It, and you give them basically trash to put in their bodies, like you're, you're it's purposeful, right? Like yep. it's intentional. It's like, um, I went on a camping trip in California, and I had never been camping because I'm from the Bronx and there's no trees there. Like, so <laughs> y'all I got more trees than Harlem, though. Uh, true, <laughs> we got like a few. We got a few. You know, they got them little skinny ass trees that they put like in the block, and you be like, okay, um, <laughs> we're a neighborhood, right? Like that's a that's somebody's ficus. Like I don't know, um, <laughs> but it like just being like in the woods. Like I went to the redwoods forest, and I was like looking at these trees, and I was like. Damn, I am uncomfortable. <laughs> like I have never been. Like I have never. I mean, I've been to Dominican Republic, but even then, it's different. It's tropicals, whatever. But like being on, like in nature, like feeling how small you are on this planet, and being like, yeah, for sure, we're not supposed to be just fucking it up. Like, we yeah, are. Like, we're not. How are we gonna live here? Right. We gonna fuck it up too? Like, we really, we, we didn't think this through. And then doesn't that make you wonder how much of this is left? Right, because right. Yeah. All the places that I've lived and been to. This ain't here. Yeah. So how much of like this kind of nature is left? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And I think um, it connects you to yourself in a way that I didn't expect to be like to really think about. I was like, oh, I'm going to trees, whatever. Like it's gonna be cute. And right. then I'm like, oh shit, I'm really thinking about like my so many like my mortality, I'm my humanity, you. my about right. food justice, all this other stuff. And it's like, whew, they really they do that on purpose. All the time. Yeah, it's, I go to my little upstate trees, and I <laughs> be sitting there like, huh. it's important. It's yeah. important to feel. It's important yeah. to put yourself in a position to feel a little bit less significant. It's mm-hmm. also yes, yes. Where you ain't like, shit. Yeah, right, like there's more. <laughs> not, like everything that you. I think matters is yeah. not that yes. deep because yes. in the in the context of the whole ass right. universe, yeah. I am yeah. literally a speck. Right. Yeah. To feel that, like, it's very calming. It's grounding. Yeah. It's like, yes, this shit keeps it. going without you. Like, right. Because the earth will repair us. The earth is like, yo, once y'all gone, we going to figure it out. We going to yep. get some grass <laughs> up in these buildings. We going to get more deers, whatever. <laughs> like, they're like, we ready. As soon as y'all go, we are ready to start this whole thing, this whole situation mm-hmm. over. Because mm-hmm. the earth is in this, always in the cycle of recycling and just, yep. like, you know, using what is left. So, like, when you go to nature, you have to think, like, damn, like, you was here 10,000 years. I've been here for 10 minutes. Like, damn. Okay, tree, hug. Like, I feel like (laughs) this is history right now. So it makes you really think, like, exactly. Like, you know, you're literally on a floating rock (laughs) around the earth, around the uh, sun. This artistry is coming through. (laughs) I I need an illustrated book from you. (laughs) Soon. All right. It's my turn to pick a question. We don't fix the world, so let's see what's next. What buzzwords would you love to retire? I'm gonna pose this to the group because I want to hear what everybody okay. said. I think I've already shared on here how I I can't with curate. <laughs> I just I can't. Um, <laughs> as a buzzword, obviously mm-hmm. as 
a thing. There are things that are curated. This podcast experience was intentionally curated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's certain levels of cura- Well, like people are claiming outfits? curation where it's like that was not curated. Like mm. that's just such a a strong term for things that require so little effort. <laughs> um, oh. And I just it is a it's getting to be a very common thing. And I think we're it, it, people are starting to feel very over important about things that are not that deep. Mm. So curate for me. That was shady as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only person who's pretty? If I was a person who used that word a lot, I'd be like, damn. I'm like, I'm you look, you're looking at your but journal like, like really thinking about it because I feel I really feel like people be trying to take credit for stuff that's not that serious. Like it's not you're not Facts. doing anything amazing. You know, like it's it's not nothing that was curated here, boo. <laughs> we threw it together, yeah. and that's cool. You know, like yeah. that's okay. Anyway, <laughs> looking through my bio, like did I use that word? <laughs> but you gotta pot, you curate, you curate something though. That's true. That's true. It's, it's, people be not curating stuff. So my name curated. <laughs> All right. All right. I feel mm. like there's a lot going on around. You know, like that people are like, oh, we gotta retire woke. Like da da da. Oh, I've been over woke. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just that's not a word that I that I'm using no more. Like I also just don't know how to use that in a sentence. Like it just sounds weird. Yeah. The only way I like woke is the episode of Atlanta when Darius was like, "Stay woke." Yeah. Like everything, <laughs> everything is made up. Stay woke. Like that's the only time I've ever heard yeah. the woke used in a way that makes sense. In a way that's serious. Like, cause somebody really seriously look at you and be like, "Yo, stay woke." Like I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "What you mean?" I mean, I'm not sleeping. Who told you I was asleep? <laughs> like I was up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, woke. That was a yeah. good one. I'm over that. Yeah. I ju- I, I think it's a very elitist thing. Too. It is. Like, okay, so just because this person has this perspective, that means they're not aware of of what's going on. It's right. usually right. it's usually meant to... But it's the like, wokest people be the most homophobic. Mm-hmm. Conscious. It's like conscious. <laughs> it's the same concept of, like, yeah. conscious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. wait a minute. How do we decide... There's a, there's a lyric that Andre 3000 has that's like every... It's, what is it? Every nigga for dreads, it ain't for the cause, and every nigga with gold ain't for the fall. Mm. But like that concept of if you project something in particular, you have you're you have no social awareness. You're not mm-hmm. conscious. You're not woke. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's real tired. Yeah, I'm very elitist. Yeah. Well, I think I'm I'm getting over intersectionality as a buzzword, mm-hmm. not as an actual word. Yeah. People just don't know what it means. And just be out here using it. Just like diversity as a buzzword, not as the real word. Because people yeah. be using that word like, what yeah. about this is diverse? Where? Because oh, you got yeah. two women and a man. Like two women <laughs> identified white people and two white men. That like yeah. <laughs> Diversity doesn't stop at adding a woman to something. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that is where people stop with that. And I'm like... Yeah. That's I, not what that means. I also hate when people are like, your diverse identity. You're like, what the fuck that means? My diverse identity. Like, Yo, diverse from what? Like, what? That's yeah. not even how you use that word. I hate that. I'd be, mm, I'd yeah. be a little confused, too. I'm yeah. glad. I'm just glad that we brought it up. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought it up. Because I, I also be thinking like, wait, y'all said this was a diverse art fair. Look around, I'm like, but define diverse. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you know, they're from, you know, like Ohio, Wisconsin. I'm like, okay, um, hold up. I'm just going to go to the dictionary real quick because I, I just don't know what you mean by diverse. 
That's so true. Right? Like, you could say there's a variety. Yes. yes. Right. Use that word. Yeah. But, like, and then people use diverse for, like, vegetables. Or like, <laughs> like that. And I understand what you're trying to say, but if we're trying to keep that word in it's a very a context. powerful context, yeah. right? don't talk about, like, yeah. your diverse array of kale. I'd like, stop <laughs> Like that. That's a real phrase that I feel like I've I like when you said it. I was like, that sounds so familiar. Oh <laughs> Somebody you've probably seen it on a sign in a green market in Williamsburg right. somewhere. Williamsburg. Like, stop using that because <laughs> then it makes it so unimportant. Like, I know. Uh, yeah, let's respect diversity as a, as a as a word. Very having a very particular connotation. Come on, <laughs> diverse array of vegetables. I'm dead. Of kale. <laughs> of kale. Mm. I think I want to like. I don't want. I think feminism, the word, been used mm. as like a, a like a buzzword. Um, and I feminism, you know, is a great word. I really love the word. I learned it in college. Um, but I think it has taken so many different forms, especially you know, on social media. Uh, people are like, oh, you know, they're doing their whole like feminism like uh, look. And that's how they get their money. That's how, like, you know, they're coming in and they're doing their feminism thing. And that's how they're getting their bucks because they believe in feminism now. And I'm just like, mm, no, 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 no. So I just, I kind of want kind of like the same respect for diversity and feminism because I feel like, oh, I don't call myself a feminist because, like, I'm not man-hating. And, like, okay, no, like, mm, that's not where that word came from. That's not what that is. So I think putting feminism in a different light. I know people are just like, I don't want to use that word because it represents, mm-hmm. like, white feminism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and... But when people think feminism, sometimes they do think of yeah. um, white feminism. But it's like, no, that word is so powerful. So many people have yeah. used it. So many people of color have used it. We yeah. need to take our words yeah. and like Bring them use on. them accordingly. Mm-hmm. Not in supermarkets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the feminist thing, it'd be making me think of like how they'd be like, she's a feminist. And all this actress or whoever said would be like, yeah, women exist. And it's like, <laughs> that's not. You gave them too much credit right. when women <laughs> exist. <laughs> it'd be like, women rule. Right. And it'd be like, that's feminist. That's lazy. Like, come on. Like, women should get paid. <laughs> okay, girl. Um, thank you. Um, like, they all work. women matter. Right. And you're yeah. Like, now mm, you a feminist. Right. right. It's like that's not enough. That's yeah. a little bit more to yeah. it than that. Right. Appreciate you though, but that ain't that ain't cutting it. <laughs> then we right. be out here like you know, women deserve to live. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they be like, what's what are you talking? Hello? What are you talking about? Like, what's what? Are you, where, where's that? Where's coming my hashtag? From? <laughs> right. Where's my t-shirt? Where's my Oscar? Where's my hat? <laughs> Exactly, but also women. <laughs> in, March? Women includes trans women, right? Oh. And you will catch a lot of them with Listen. that one. They be like, whoa, 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 whoa. like That's... actually, what I meant was, <laughs> <laughs> right? What is your legacy going to be? This is for the group. <laughs> Definitely want to hear everyone's answer. Uh, yeah, your legacy. What is your legacy going to be? Something that is very important to me. It's very important to me to have meaningful interactions with people. Mm-hmm. And I would like, when I'm gone, for people to have said, "Why well, I'm feeling all emotional and shit?" Because this is Jesus. emotional. <laughs> I think this is actually like, very hot in here. <laughs> nah, this my, my is wild emotional. <laughs> but I think that I would like for people to have felt that I heard them and was present with them. Um. And I think that that's plenty for me. I don't know that there's any particular thing that I want to leave or any particular thing that I want to produce mm. that is going to like stand the test of time. 
But I, I just, I really would like for the way that I have been with people or the way that I am with people, like, you know, I, and it's something I'm striving to always get better at, but to just really be present with people and connect with people and make, and, and to have people feel better having interacted with me than not. Mm-hmm. So I just would hope that when I'm not here that people can feel that they they connected with me and that I had a meaningful connection with them somehow. One of the things I've thought about this before, sort of, uh, I think when, when I want people to think of me when I'm gone, I want them, um, I want people to be like, especially like um, women, femme ide- identifying folks, like to always be like, Lena, like always uplifted, like brown, black women and femme, and femme folks of color and like, just like my community um, that has always supported me and lifted me up. Like I wouldn't be who I was if like the women in my life and like the um, queer femme people in my life didn't like raise me up. And so I always want to like give that back. Um, And then also just to be like, I told the truth. (laughs) Like, (laughs) whatever. How many people are remembered for telling the truth? So that's good. Right. I like that. That is amazing. Which is honest. It's a struggle, but I wanted to be like, yeah that's Mm. dope I definitely want people to remember me as how I made them felt and see kind of like I think about people who I love their like their uh their legacies and people who inspire me um there's this one activist in Dominican Republic uh, Mama uh, Mama Tango Mama Tingo Mama Tingo, and I remember uh, her story because, like, she was just someone who wanted to fight for literally just her rights to have land, and, like, she didn't want, like, the government to take her land, and, like, you know, she was just, you know, and and, um, she was um, assassinated for it, but I just remember there's this part of me that's always, like, you know, if you have to go because of what you believe in, then let yourself go, Mm -hmm. and I think when Dump got elected, I remember that that night, like, I remember I was, like, crying. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you do, you knew America was like this. You knew. But that night, I realized I was crying because, like, I feared that I might die for standing of what, what I believe in. And I told myself, you have to be okay with death. Mm. And it's scary to be like, yo, if I got a goal for somebody else to live, I'm going to do that because, like, I'm not. I refuse to sit down and just be like, oh, let's just live. Let's forget. Let's be passive. Let's not think about this. Live your life. It was like, No. We're going to live our lives and we're going to live it the way that we need to live. So I want my legacy to be like that, you know. I always want to stand for something that I truly believe in, you know. And I think that's where I want to go. I want to just be like, you know what, I left this world, but I did everything I needed to do. I did everything that I wanted to do. And I fought for what I believed in because I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Legacy. I think that for me, this is like a weird question to answer also. I think being a person who has not who has thought that they wouldn't make it past another day so many times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't really given myself an opportunity to consider legacy because right. like I just started feeling like I could possibly that be that important yeah so I think for me legacy wise and then legacy makes me think about my niece and my nephew, mm-hmm. and I think that I would want them them, and everyone else to, I guess, say that, you know, 
there are people out there who came from, who had the worst cards or no cards in their pack whatsoever and, like, made mm-hmm. the best lives out of them. Mm-hmm. And that happiness really is about, like, what is important to you and not, like, what you have. Right. Um, and that survival is not easy. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you want to and if you try hard enough, like, it's possible. You know, stuff like that. I mean, I think legacy is so hard to think about when you are, like, literally convincing yourself every morning that, like, I'm a relevant and important person. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. And what I'm doing matters. Mm -hmm. Right. And then then you can start to think about, okay, so somebody might want to remember me someday. What what would I want them to know? Yeah. (laughs) So that you can live, like, your most honest and authentic life. Mm -hmm. I want everyone to know that I was was authentic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I am actually the last question, and I think it's the actual last question. (laughs) If this is the question that I think it is, this is, like, perfect. It is! Yes! We've always closed our episodes kind of the same way, and it's the I added it to the pack because I thought it was important for people to have this. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? And this is for everyone. Since we're starting a new season, Lamika, you and I need to also answer this. But... We will do this with you starting first. Lamika. I would tell my, I would tell baby Lamika, first of all, oh, <laughs> Linda. Yes. <laughs> I would tell baby Lamika, well, let's see, maybe about five-year-old Lamika, um, that she is, a worthwhile person and that she didn't doesn't deserve anything that has happened to her I would just I would just clear that up for her and make it make everything from that point a lot easier Mm. she's worthy and doesn't deserve pain yeah Damn, my eyes are sweating too. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, my eyes been sweating. I'm not even fronting anymore. I just started going to therapy, so I've been thinking about baby Ooh. Lena a lot. You know, actually, so mm-hmm. 14, 15-year-old Lena, I would just say give yourself some credit. Mm. You are too hard on yourself. You're still here. You thought you wasn't gonna be like mm-hmm. you know like that's something. Um, it's a whole ass that's, beat. Yeah, that's that's everything. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're I'd be like you're everything. Like yes. yeah. Got a little sweat in the. <laughs> right. right. The, the, the tear ducts right. are just a little bit activated. Like, right. <laughs> you know, just um, <laughs> I think um, I know. Speaking to baby Stephanie, I want to tell baby Stephanie that. What you think love is is not love, and you don't have to suffer through pain to receive love. Mm. And I will tell my baby self, like, yo, you the baddest, (laughs) and you're going to get shit done anyway. Mm. So do what you need to do and understand that, you know, let yourself love and let yourself be loved, even Mm. though... You know, you probably felt like you weren't, but let yourself have that experience because you deserve. You deserve. I'm like hugging my pretend baby. Yeah. <laughs> like you deserve so much. Yes. Um, let me see. I would talk to 16 year old Kristen, 
in a cell in a detention center, and mm-hmm. I would tell her that you deserve to take your life more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would I would urge her to recognize all of the patterns and make an attempt to put put herself first. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means, do that. Like, you can be angry when you want to, but not at the expense of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, think about yourself. Yep. Wow. Oh, what an amazing conversation. That was great. So you love the pack, right? Of course. Isn't it great? Yeah. I feel like if people have these conversations, Ugh, it'll yeah. just like this is the type of interaction I'm trying to have. Like right? off the bat, just met you. What's up? What's your legacy? Like <laughs> yeah. nice yes. to meet you. Take it to a date, yeah. a right. first date. Just, right. Just be like, so like I'm prepared. This. Where are we at right now? What? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going on multiple things. Pick right. a card, any card. Let's, like, let's take the walls down before yeah. three months into this and you decide that you can't do it. Right. 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 I find out you got a home for a big cousin right. that you kick in <laughs> with. Right. Bags. Yeah. Like, y'all cool, whatever. Liking each other's Instagram. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell everybody where to find y'all. Yes. You can find us on Twitter at bag underscore ladies with a Z. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at BG ladies with, with a Z. With a with Z. With a Z. <laughs> um, and um, you can send us an email at BG ladies at gmail.com. We interpret dreams. We also love cheese So if you just got cheese that you'd be like, yes. girl, let me tell you about something that happened at work, blah, blah, blah. We'd be like, girl, let's break it down. Um, <laughs> we, you could just send us an email because why not? Because yeah. one of us. Website coming soon. I was just Website coming soon. Right. Website oh. coming soon. And we're planning a live event <gasps> in June in yes. Brooklyn. So like, look out for that. Look out uh, for that. It's happening It's soon. happening. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so. excited. Yes. <laughs> Get into these bags. Ladies, mm. you gon' hurt your back. <laughs> Drop them bags, girl. <laughs> Come hang out. <laughs> Thank y'all so Thank much for so coming. Much for it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Bye. This is Kristen. And this is Lamika. And you've just listened to another episode of the Safe Word Society Podcast. You can hear more of us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and much more. For updates, follow us on social media at Safe Word Society and visit our website at www.safewordsociety.com. Also, make sure you pay it safe and become a Safe Word Society patron in order to fund this show. Thank Thank you for for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.